Okay. <clears throat> Welcome to Vice the Way I See It. I'm your host, Camille Godfrey, and this is episode two, Music on My Mind. A quick disclaimer, my voice is gone. So if you think I'm talking like a robot, if you find it annoying, I'm so sorry, but <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, so um, today I will just be talking about music and how I've been feeling about it lately. Uh, I took several notes throughout the week about my feelings on it, about, you know, a couple of songs, a couple of artists, and now I'll just elaborate on them. So the, fo- the first point I have written says, I don't have time for music anymore. I mean, okay, look, music is like my best friend that I cannot see. Like, I listen to music when every day, like, I there's never been a day where I was just like, I didn't, I didn't listen to music today. And if it was, I was not like, good, if you know what I mean. So yeah, I try to keep up with music. I try to keep up with new artists, new albums, new just just new music i try to keep up with old artists older music you know history and shit like that but i can literally count on both of my hands how many albums i have listened to fully this year and it has been a lot of albums to drop and a lot of albums that have interest me but it's just like i really don't have the time to just sit and listen to a, a what a 13 plus song a 13 plus song album I just don't like I don't know bro um even the albums I have completed it's like I would listen to them I listen to maybe three songs in the shower three songs while I'm doing my hair three songs while I'm driving like I never listen to it like just straight out the one album I remember me doing is J. Cole because the night I graduated I went to Myrtle Beach to like I guess celebrate and so on that ride um that was a Thursday so that was a Thursday night and cold dropped at 12 on Friday so I was still in the car and I didn't have no choice but to hear this shit like hear the shit in full um so yeah that was probably that's probably the one album that I just sat and listened to fully I didn't listen to Tyler the Creator's album in full I listened to it like split by split like you know doing different shit I don't know and that we will get to that album later. Let me not even um, talk about that. So, yeah, I don't have time for music anymore. I've been trying my best to listen to new music, to catch up on all the old shit I missed. And I've missed a lot of music, y'all. I feel, like, just so bad because, like, I just put it all to the side. But I'm kind of getting back to where I can, you know, just vibe with it more. The next point says, I hate unnecessary long albums i hate unnecessary long albums i cannot stress this enough i do not like that and then you know some artists okay some artists let's say for example kendrick lamar drops an 18 plus album not only have kendrick lamar not been in our presence in four years or kendrick lamar has not have been out of our presence for four years music wise so I want to hear what Kendra Lamar have to say. I can sit and listen to 18 songs by Kendra Lamar. And I also know that Kendra Lamar is going to come with subject. Like he's going to come with something of, um, it's not just going to be a bland, like I got money, I got hoes, like, you know, the simple stuff. He's going to really, really come with it for 18. It's going to be damn near like you just, 
somebody just read you a book because it's it'll have a plot it'll have a climax it'll have a you know like a story and i love i love those type of albums i wouldn't mind sitting through an album like that but albums today are just the same beats the same words just a different way just a different flow like it's it, it gets lame it gets boring i hate unnecessary long albums and speaking of Kendrick Lamar, my next point says I miss Kendrick Lamar. Now, I wrote this point before. Today is, by the way, today is um, Saturday, August 21st. As you may or may not know, Kendrick Lamar released a statement, I guess, saying that he will um, release, be releasing his final TDE album. And I wrote this point way before that. Like I probably wrote this point like four days ago. Who would have knew? So apparently Kendrick Lamar is coming back. Y'all, I'm so happy. Like I can't even keep I can't even keep I can't even keep it inside. I really can't. Like I'm so happy. Because I don't know. I, I miss Kendrick Lamar. I miss listening to him and not like okay. For the longest I'm not gonna say I wasn't a Kendrick Lamar fan. I just didn't know Kendrick Lamar music. I knew he existed. I knew of some songs like fucking um fuck bitch don't bitch don't kill my vibe shit like you know like the hits i didn't know kendrick lamar the artist i knew the hit maker so you know sitting down listening to good kid uh mad city and listening to to pimple butterfly which is to me the greatest hip-hop album of all time i'm sorry listen to um shit listen to damn now when damn came out that's when i listened to i listened to damn and then i was like what the fuck and i went back and i listened to the old kitchen Lamar, and that just he just became like my favorite rap artist of all time like okay so i miss kendrick lamar i miss hearing new music for him and not knowing the words you know sometimes i go on youtube and i stumble upon songs from him i haven't heard and it's like Oh my god, it's like my grandma just cooked a big ass meal. Like finally something new. I can hear this man's voice saying something I haven't I have never heard him say before. Snippets, leaks. I don't give a fuck. I listen to them hoes. I mean <laughs> I do because like I just need new I just need new mu I just need new music. He took four years off and I think, you know, he's back now. I don't know if the, I don't know what this means. It everybody's like it's just his final TDE album, da, 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 da. but y'all know Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar may drop this album and go missing for ten years, you know. And that's rightfully his, you know. He has that authority to do. I'm not trying to say he's wrong for that, but I'm just saying, like on a music standpoint, he could literally just disappear after this. You will never know. So yeah, that's that. You know, I miss Kendrick Lamar. Um. Okay, so if you talk about Kendrick Lamar, you have to talk about J. Cole. Or do you? I think you do. Uh, so, like I said, graduation night, driving, you know, in the car, riding to Murder Beach. It was like a five-hour ride. My, I'm sitting on my ass, hurting like hell, Nick, hurting like fuck. Oh, my God, I'm cussing so much. Okay. <laughs> and J. Cole drops or whatever. I don't know what I thought of that album. While I'm while I'm I'm going to go to the album and I'm going to tell y'all. First of all, let me go back. My point was the point that I made was J Cole's album was underwhelming. 
I don't like auto-tune co catering to mainstream. By auto-tune co, I believe when J. Cole made the song with Young Thug, which was the London, I think that was the song he was kind of like singing on. But ever since then, right, Cole has been like, I don't know, he's been trying to sing and use auto-tune and stuff i feel like that is not his that is not for him personally i feel like that i literally cannot listen to those type of songs with him doing that stuff like it's certain songs where he do it and it's like okay cool but it's certain songs where he overdoes it and you can tell like he's trying to attract the mainstream so the album was it was underwhelming for me i was waiting for new cole i wanted new cole but the album was underwhelming for me it was just not what I expected. I don't really know what I expected. I guess I... I don't know. It wasn't what I expected. Um, Let me see. So, before he dropped the off-season, he dropped... Well, he was on Revenge of the Dreamers. <clears throat> he dropped KOD. KOD was, was good. You know, it had a message. But I think I can tell with um, the off-season... Cole was really trying to just get back to rapping just like he was literally just rapping I really don't think he had some songs and it had like a message in it and you could tell but the album itself was just Cole like spin his shit and I'm not gonna lie he did that shit like the albums where he was just the songs where he was just rapping and none of that other bullshit was like those were good great songs but compared to his other albums like KOD you know For Your Eyes Only uh 2014 forest hills drives all those albums was like the full album was something especially for your eyes only that was a full that was a good album that's a i think that's an underrated album but all of those album the listen all of those albums the listener left with something like but this album is just cold spin, cold spin, cold spin. And there's nothing wrong with it. I think he needed a chance to uh, use that to be like, look, I'm a rapper. I'm not your fucking, you know, you come to me and you get a history book. I'm not your fucking teacher, your life teacher or nothing. I literally just rap. And this album, he just rapped. Now... Some people think he's going to drop another album called The Fall Off. I really don't know. But I hope it be better than this album. Because this album was really underwhelming. I think the fact that I haven't heard an album for him in so long, I was just expecting more or expecting it to be better. better. But it wasn't as good as I thought it would be. So, yeah. Shout out to Cole. <clears throat> so... My next point says, I love music that ages like fine wine. Now, my favorite, some of my favorite older artists are Stevie Wonder, Prince, Marvin Gaye, Aretha Franklin. That's what I mean when I say age like fine wine. I'm 18 years old. When I first started listening to Stevie Wonder, I was like 16. When I first started listening to Prince, I was like 16 Marvin Gaye okay all of these artists let's say all four of these artists when I start really listening to them and really listening to their albums I was like 16 that I'm 16 years old listening to music that was made 40 50 years ago 
and vibe into that shit as if it just came out. That is what I mean when I say music that ages like fine wine. Do I think music of the day have longevity? Will have longevity? We will. Ne- I guess we'll never know. I mean, who knows? It will take like ten or twenty years to know. I know that when I'm at a function, even like simple songs like, let's say Lil Boosie, for example. Lil Boosie set it off. If you play that in the club, it's going to go. Like, songs like that. And that song is probably only, what, 10, 15 years old. So it's not as old as a Stevie Wonder song, but it's already showing that it has the possibility to, you know, be the shit, basically. <laughs> um, Yeah, so I love... um music that ages like fine wine (sighs) okay so my next point says what i think happened to the migos what happens to so many artists okay so the migos dropped culture three and i mean honestly it wasn't that good it wasn't good at all what i think happened to the migos though was and what happens to so many artists is for example bad and bougie takes off culture is an amazing album i'm talking about bad and bougie isn't even the best song on that album that is how good it is but i believe that the migos thought they found a formula into making hits and a lot of a lot of artists you know they only want to make hits because the hits bring the money so respectfully that's what they do but so once they get that first hit they feel like that's the recipe what i did for bad and bougie is what i need to do for and of course, they have had other hits. Let me not act like they haven't had other hits. They had Fight Night, uh, Freak No More, like songs like that. They have had hits. Don't get me wrong, but they haven't. They none of those hits went number one. They had Versace. None of those hits. I don't think. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think they went number one, and they would. They didn't have as much success as Bad and Bougie. So once they made Bad and Bougie, once they made Culture, why did Culture need a Culture too? Why did it need a culture three? I don't think it did personally. I think you make culture. You never called it culture one. It was just culture. You don't have to make it culture two. You can just make a whole nother album, come with a whole nother, you know, idea, represent yourself a whole nother way. Because now everybody's looking at you as if this culture thing is your thing when it's obviously not. You know, they close it off after after three albums. But I feel like it should have been closed off after that first album because it was not basically imagine Kendrick Lamar trying to make a to pimp a butterfly part two and the thing about first of all when you make a album your one of your I guess this is their first album I think they made a lot of mixtapes but I think this that culture was the first album so when you make a first album as good as culture you already set a bar for yourself because that song that album had a number one hit on it that everybody was who I think it was 2017 that song was everywhere. So once you put that bar up there and then you go on to name your court, your next album Culture 2, meaning, look, that was Culture 1. This is Culture Times 2, meaning this is going to be even fucking harder. And it was not. And it was underwhelming as fuck. That's why I don't think it's good. Like, it's good to play it safe and not do that ones and two and three thing. Because if you make a good Culture 1, Culture 2 and Culture 3 has to has to be better because you the one that just said it was culture two which doesn't that mean it's like culture two times better i don't know culture three was not good at all my favorite song on there was the song with polo g 
but uh the Migos need to get out of trying to make hits they I mean that's their thing that's their formula but it is not working it's not working um they had the song with <clears throat> NBA Youngboy that song is hard but it's it's not working they need to find something new it's not working um my next point Young Thug's punk album has a chance to be great. The live NPR was great. Okay, so I um wrote that point. That was another point I wrote before something, you know, came out. And I wrote that point like two or three days ago. And yesterday he dropped TikTok, which, okay, TikTok is hard. I'll give it that. But it doesn't, it's not giving very much punk. It's not giving me punk. It's giving just really that that album that song could have went on so much fun so much fun is so so fucking amazing so fucking amazing like it's literally so much fun but tiktok could have really went on so much fun i feel like if thug goes in the direction he went with the npr live um performance for the album with the guitar with the drums like the live shit that shit will be amazing but if he's just like i don't see how he can possibly call it punk without that like what what will you do that makes this album punk or that makes this album rock other than you just wearing pink and you just you know i don't know shaking your head back and forth every time you perform it i mean it that doesn't make it punk you know so if he um i don't know he needs to get back in the booth and do it over live instrumental. I'm telling you, that has the possibility to be so hard. Or he should maybe drop an album with some regular ass beats on it, and then drop the separate album with a live album. I, I look, I will get in the studio myself and create a live rap album. I want someone to do that so bad, or I'm just going to do it myself. Please don't let me be the bitch that has to do it. I will literally do that shit myself, cause to me that shit would go so hard. So. I hope he goes the way he went in the NPR um, show, but nine times out of ten, he won't. So we'll see. And speaking of rock albums, rock X rap albums, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne rock album was horrific. It was disgusting. One of the worst things I've ever heard from him. Uh, yeah, it was that. I don't know what he is, was doing with that. I really don't know what he was doing. The album is called Rebirth. <clears throat> yeah, it 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 was it was not good at all. Um damn, I really don't even know what to say after that. That was just not a good album. I think he tried to experiment with something and it it just didn't turn out the way he expected it would turn out. And speaking of Lil Wayne, I just want to talk about Wayne in general. I have been listening to so much Wayne lately. Like, oh my God, that man is amazing. That He is up there on my like greatest of all time rappers, whatever list. He has to be. It's just how he just put shit together. His, um, his flows. We already know he got all the similes, all the metaphors. Like he got, he got all that shit. He just got the full rap package, and he had an amazing run. My favorite album from him. I'm looking at his albums, trying to decide. It's between the Carter Two and the Carter Three. Now, no, 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 no. 
this is what I say. So we was just I was just talking earlier about the Migos and how they did culture one, culture two, culture three. I was thinking so hard in my brain, who has a, a one, two, three album? It's Wayne. Wayne has the Carter, Carter two, Carter three. <clears throat> and correct me if, if I'm wrong. Carter two is better than Carter one, and Carter two and Carter three, they're like neck and neck for me. They're like finding out. But he got better. You see what I'm saying? The albums got better. It wasn't just well, Carter, this Carter went, you know, whatever. So, and then he has Carter four, which is fucking good. Like the, it, oh, I don't know, bro. I just hate what the Migos did with culture, bro. It could have been so much better, but so yeah, the Wayne, the Wayne Carter, Wayne Carter, um, album, the whole little, you know, what is that called? I don't know. But the whole little, you know, all the albums he has, Carter 1 through 5, that shit is amazing. All of them. Then I went back and I was listening to his album called Lights Out when he was like like younger, still in the hot boy stage. Fucking amazing. The Block is Hot is amazing. Like, Wayne is that nigga. You have to give him credit. Wayne is that nigga. Now, he do some questionable shit. You know, but he he is that nigga. Musically, he is that nigga. I have to give it to him. He's that nigga, like, for sure. The next artist um, I want to talk about is Tyler, the Creator. Tyler, the Creator has the best album of the year so far. So far. I just love that album. I love that jazzy feel he has to it. I love DJ Drama coming in on some um gangsta grill shit i just love the whole fucking album tyler the creator tyler the creator is that nigga too you can't lie tyler the creator is that nigga one thing about tyler the creator he does what the fuck he wants to do musically and it just works out like i don't think tyler the creator was ever he ever had a song where he was like this is going to be my hit it's just like motherfuckers fuck with it it was very authentic and how people fuck with it and how people received it and it just became a hit. He probably never went in the studio and was like, I want to create a hit today. This is going to be the one. He's just very authentic. He's always himself in his music, no matter what. And that nigga can really rap. Like, all the an- antics and stuff. Um, On his last album, he was kind of more like singing and stuff. But this album, this nigga was really rapping. Um, let me go to the album, y'all. I have a hard time keeping up with track lists to shit. So I'm on the album right now. The best song to me is Hot Wind Blows. Wayne had the best fucking um verse of the summer. That that verse hard as fuck. Safari is hard. All these songs is hard. Massa is hard. What's your name with NBA Youngboy? He got NBA Youngboy to come out and kill shit like yeah, NBA Youngboy, he he killed that. Tyler the Creator. So that that was literally just a point. I just said Tyler the Creator. The next point, Kanye West. Kanye West, Donda, Kanye West performing live unreleased at the an, an unreleased album. That's just some Kanye West shit. Kanye West Kanye West he Kanye West is that nigga too. Damn. Kanye West is that nigga too. One thing about it, Kanye West has proven himself 
in music. Like, I don't think if Kanye was to retire right now, he has proven himself to be what the fuck, whatever you think he is, he that. So he has proven himself to be just that nigga. So I don't think he really has to do more. But I wish he would stop teasing us with the album and with the live performances because it's like, don't hold your breath, basically. When Kanye West says he's going to drop, don't hold your breath, please. Um, I think Donda is going to be amazing, though. Like, the features on there, Um, I love how he has the, narr- the narration on there. I don't know if that's his mom speaking or is that someone like, I don't know. I really don't know, but I love that part. That's, like, my favorite part of the album, just having the narr the narration on there and um yeah Kanye was Kanye was is that nigga for sure but he just I'm tired of being teased by Kanye was so for my last point <clears throat> I just have it says pop smoke reportedly let me say reportedly no more music in the vault and my thoughts on labels dropping music after artists' deaths. So, reportedly, I think Pop Smoke's friend said that there's no more music in his vault. Like, they've used all his vocals, all his features, all his, you know, songs, whatever. Do I believe that? You know what? I kind of do. A little bit makes me re- believe that because Pop Smoke was not rapping for long. He, the album he was working on, they released it. They, they've been releasing him for features, like stuff like that. Like that, the, that is what makes me believe that he has little to no music left in that vault, but it could be a lot. It could be a lot, but I just want to use that report to talk about labels dropping music after, after an artist's death, especially how Pop Smoke's labels did it. Like, why are you dropping an album in the same year this man died? Or wait, wait, wait. Let me get my let me get my facts straight first of all. Pop Smoke. I know he died in January, and let's see. Maybe I'm tripping. Yes, I'm not tripping. Shoot for the stars, aim for the moon. Came out. On July 3rd, 2020. Why are you dropping a song in this? Why are you dropping an album like five months after this man died? And they said he was working on an album. They said it was completed. But just give people time. Give his family time to grieve. It's been five months and you already dropping an album full of new unheard music with this man's voice on there. Imagine being the brother or the mother of that. And just hearing, like, okay, she maybe she had to agree with it. I really don't know on that side of things. You know how the industry gets. But maybe she had to agree to it. But just imagine listening to your son or your brother or whoever just speaking shit you never heard them say. And it's been five months since they since they died. You still in grieving stage. Like, that is so fucked up to me. I feel like the way they did him... The way they did DMX, how DMX died, and like what fucking whatever. In no time he had an album out. 
give people time to grieve give his family time to grieve give the world time to process what the fuck just happened don't just be dropping new music and trying to milk the shit out of his death that's what i don't like so yeah that's my thoughts on labels dropping music after the artist's death uh, um anderson peck or is it Pac? shit he just got a tattoo basically saying like when i'm dead do not drop any music period because those are simply demos those are those are things i did not want to get out and he has the he has the right to say that i don't know label wise and contract wise if he's able to really say that because you know some niggas really just need to shut up because they don't have no control over their music but if he do he has the right to say do not drop any music for me what if he's on an album what if you know suddenly niggas start loving trees like a thousand times more like for some reason niggas just in love with trees and he's on an album saying from that he a song that he wrote 10 fucking years ago and now he's dead and y'all want to release it and he's talking about fuck trees now niggas hate him because he doesn't everybody love trees now and a song he made 10 years ago saying fuck trees just got dropped and now niggas don't like him after his death like stuff like that don't put them in a position to where they they will they cannot defend themselves from what they say because you know rappers you know they say things and they do things in their music that is just you know crazy as fuck but that's just them and they have the opportunity while they're alive to defend themselves to back it up to apologize whatever but while they're dead they do not that's why if somebody was to say do not drop my music when i'm dead i will respect that to death because you never know what somebody's talking about on on their music and album whatever and i feel like if the album especially if the album isn't already finished now you're just like it's so much you put into an album. The sequencing, the the words. You might want to go back and say something different. You might want to do a different flow, a different beat. It's so much stuff. So if the album isn't already finished and your family and your label, your friends just decide to come and finish it the way they think you would have liked it to be finished. No. Apparently, Pop Smoke's album was maybe, let's say, halfway done. I would have... If his label would have did something like they dropped the album where pop smoke finished it off they do like a mic drop or something because that's all he had left to give after that he died like what what else could you possibly know about what this man wanted to do with this album nothing and so now it's not even in the way he would have wanted it anyway so that's how I feel about, you know, labels dropping music after artists death. That's how I feel about labels doing anything after an, after an artist die. You know, like, they're dead, man. Look, if they didn't tell you that they want this album drop, they want these songs drops, whatever. I feel like when an artist died, labels, <clears throat> excuse me, labels look at that as, and look at the fans grieving and look at the family grieving and be like, okay in one month see we think like how pop smoke died we think they're giving us a song to like comfort us and whatever they're giving us a song to milk the shit out of us because we think oh we're not going to hear no more pop smoke songs for a while we're not knowing these motherfuckers gonna drop a whole album 
we think we're not going to hear another Pop Smoke song or album for a while. We need to eat this shit up, listen to this shit. You know, this may be the last one, whatever, whatever. So we out here going crazy about this shit. And next thing you know, they drop an album. I don't know. It's just a, it's just a way for them to get money. You know, the artists die, whatever happens. And, <clears throat> oh, see, that's, this is a good example of how you do it. Nipsey Hussle's family they are doing it the right way that is how you do it you do not just simply nipsey hustle died in 2019 his family it's been two years his family could have been dropped an album been dropped like songs and you know like one thing they did i think he had a song on rick ross album and maybe Dave East album, he already had a song on there, right? They didn't just give them raw vocals and say, do what you may. He already had a song with them. They already had planned to put it on their album, whatever. And they let that drop. But no, giving away that man's raw vocals, giving away Pop Smoke's raw vocals, giving away album songs that he haven't finished and saying, here, Quavo, get on this song. Here, whoever, get on this song, finish it off for him. No, that's that's not how you do it. I really don't respect that at all. Um, I feel like that's just disgustingly. That's disgustingly. That's disgusting. That is not the way you do something. That's not the way you carry on someone's legacy. And if that is true, that because Pop Smoke was not rapping for that long, so it would not surprise me if he didn't have that much music in the vault. So if that is true, man. That's fucked up. <laughs> Cause I don't know. That that's really fucked up. But hey. Even with the I'm gonna end it off in a minute, but even with DMX, the DMX album. <clears throat> let me hold on. Every time I talk about an album, I search it up just to, you know, remember it. His album called Exodus, which is I think his son's name. <sighs> Post-Humans albums, yeah, it, it's, I don't know. The letter to my son, call your father. See, that's that was very inconsiderate to, to keep that on the app, to keep that on the album for the world to hear when that man is talking to his son. I don't know if this album was done. <clears throat> I don't know if, you know, he wanted it this way. But if he didn't, if he didn't have any clue about this album and they're just putting songs together, that is fucked up. Because that if you listen to that song, that is a deep-ass song. Like, talking to his son, that's a deep-ass song. A song. So. I don't know, bro. I don't know. That's how I feel about that. Labels dropping music after artists die um yeah so i guess this is where i'll end it off this is my i i didn't i don't know what i expected this is i don't know let me see something we are at 35 minutes do i think i i'm that bitch enough to like listen to have someone listening to me for 35 minutes straight i don't so if you made it to this point thank you so much and i respect you and you deserve the world <laughs> i'm just playing well you do deserve the world everyone deserves the world um <clears throat> so yeah 
this has been the second episode of Vice the Way I See It, Music of My Mind. Um, Thank you guys for listening, and I will see you on the next episode. Or you will hear me on the next episode. <laughs> All right, bye.